The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, April 29th edition. Hope everybody had a great Thursday, NFL Draft Thursday, round one of the draft, a fun MLB day slate of action. Ronald Acuna, back and better than ever, baby, two stolen bases on Thursday night. Lots of fun stuff going on in the world of sports and around the diamond of Major League Baseball. If you have any questions on season-long or DFS, Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick or join us in the free Fantasy DGNs Discord where guys are always chatting up, having some fun in there. If you like season-long content, and it also helps with DFS, the Benched with Bubba podcast coming at you multiple times a week. Uh, Thursday night, recorded another episode of Bubba in the Bloom with myself and Ryan Bloomfield. A lot of great conversation there on some recent news and some uh, other pictures that might actually help you in your DFS world. So you might want to check that out over on Benched with Bubba. But uh, we're here. We're here to talk about a 13-game slate on a Friday there's two games that start in the 6 o'clock Eastern hour. They are not on the main slate because that's what DraftKings does. But let's talk about the totals on this 13-game slate. Lots of ways to stack it up tonight. So I'm going to say lots of ways. Uh, Boston at Baltimore, total of 9. Houston, Toronto, 8.5. Phillies versus the Mets, 7. Angels, White Sox, 7. Twins, Rays, 7.5. Braves, Rangers, 9. Yankees, Royals, 8. Cubs, Brewers, 8. D-backs, Cardinals, 7. Reds, Rockies, Coors Field, 10.5. Guardians and the A's at six and a half, which will be interesting to say the least. Tigers, Dodgers, eight. Nationals, Giants, seven and a half. One thing I'll say right out the gate here. Um, the sportsbook has Frankie Montas starting. FanDuel had Frankie Montas starting. DraftKings has Adam Oller starting. That'll change everything when looking at stuff. Let's see what MLB.com has for the A's. Uh, this is why I'm glad I noticed these things right now before we get too deep into this, because if it's Adam Aller, the Cleveland Guardians are very, very live in this game. It's Frankie Montas. That changes a lot of things. It might make Frankie Montas a play. So as MLB app is loading, let's look and see what Montas would be on DK. Maybe 8100 bucks for Cleveland. So that would be a fun one, folks. Just going to throw that out there. But on Friday, they have they have Frankie Montas as well. So we're going to go with Frankie Montas, not Adam Aller, starting for 
the Oakland Athletics. And that, like I said, that changes things at $8,100. All right, let's talk about those pitchers on this big slate. Nestor Cortez is 10K, the highest price pitcher at the Kansas City Royals. I love Big Nestor, but paying 10K for him on this slate of all slates, not the most exciting things to do. A Royals team striking at less than 20% of the time versus lefties. They are hitting a buck 87 with a .088 ISO. So Nestor in a tournament, interesting because no one's going to want to roster him at $10,000. Just not one of my top things to do, but literally you could get Nestor Cortez at probably less than 5% ownership potentially on this slate. Does have a little bit of appeal, probably less than 10%, let's be honest, but it is very, very appealing. Tyler McGill at 9800 bucks is a guy that I don't mind, but again, $200 more, you get Nestor, lower ownership. But McGill outside of the one hiccup against the Giants, 24 or more DK points at Arizona, at Philadelphia, at Washington. He's back home against Philadelphia, who he dominated once already this season, a Phillies team that is striking out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So you can go to Miguel if you want, but um, not one of my top plays. He's on my list. He's definitely on my list. Him and Cortez are on my list. I think Cortez is a great pivot off of Tyler McGill. It's 4-1. Adam Wainwright, 9400 bucks, is an exciting play. 9400 bucks. most people don't like with Adam Wainwright. He's coming off a bad start at Cincinnati. But now he gets the Arizona Diamondbacks in pitcher-friendly St. Louis, and it's a D-backs team striking out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 188 batting average and a 133 ISO. Uh, it just makes Adam Wainwright 9400 bucks, where people get turned off by that price tag. A really, really nice play. Good for cash. Really great for tournaments. Lots of upside there with Waino at 9400 Alex Wood at 8700 bucks, one of my top plays on this slate. You know, he's not going to go deep into games. He's got five innings and back-to-back starts. Got up to 87 pitches two starts ago. 18 or more DK points. He's not going to light the world on fire, so maybe a better cash game play than a tournament play. But he's facing a Nationals team, striking out only 16.5% of the time versus lefties, which is pretty interesting, but a 216 average and a .066 ISO. So even though they put the ball in play a lot versus lefties, they're doing zero damage with it whatsoever. So Alex Wood, give me five strong from Woody at 8,700. I'm all about that life. Now it gets fun. In tournaments, Aaron Nola is only 8500 bucks versus the New York Mets. This is what I'm talking about. The Mets beat him up two starts ago. He had a rough start in Colorado, but then his last start against Milwaukee, seven shutout innings with nine Ks. He's got five or more Ks in three or four starts, two run runs or less in back-to-back starts. It's the conundrum that is Aaron Nola. Can he keep the ball in the ballpark? That is his problem because the strikeouts will be there, the ground balls are there, but he gives up those random home runs that just make you scratch your head He's facing a Mets team with an 18.4% K rate, 266 average, 144 ISO. They're not a great offense, but not a dreadful one either. But Nola at his price point at 8,500 bucks is very, very enticing. I like Alex Wood more than Nola, but Nola at that price point is very enticing. Dylan Bundy at 8,300 bucks. He's been getting that done so far this year, mixing up the pitch mix. The fastball velo is down, which concerns some, but he's not throwing it that much. He's throwing more sliders, more changeups been much more effective and he's put up 20 plus DK points in back-to-back starts 18 or more in all three starts this year he's got at least five innings only have one total run this season got up to 79 pitches his last time out so he's still not fully stretched out which is kind of the big question mark here but again only 8300 bucks so not the end of the world Tampa Bay striking out over 26 percent of the time versus right-handed pitching so Bundy at 8300 bucks really strong tournament play as well now, Frankie Montas at $8,100 bucks is insanely mispriced. Like we talked about, Freddie Peralta on Thursday. Delta, by the way. Um, Freddie, Freddie, Frankie Montas, he's the highest-priced pitcher on Fandle. That checks, yes. 
But uh, 8100 bucks on DK, that is a crime. Going up against the Cleveland Guardians, a team we like to target. Now, it's a Cleveland team that's actually been sneaky good, hitting 274 with a 177 ISO versus right-handed pitching, striking out over 21% of the time. But you got Frankie Montas, who's just been an absolute monster. So 8100 bucks for Frankie, I like a lot, a lot, a lot. So to have some fun with some Frankie Montas. And other than that, not really any punts I like. The only one I will recommend is Kyle Bradish of the Baltimore Orioles is 4K versus the Boston Red Sox. Kyle Bradish is a number nine prospect in their system, making his debut uh, for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he's been a strikeout guy his whole career in the minors, 20, almost 30% K rate this year, 28 last year, 27 back in 2019. His walks are down a ton this year compared to years past, which is great to see. Um, Big-time ground ball guy in the minor leagues as well. He's had some issues with other uh, stuff. It's usually walks that gets him in trouble. So he's not walking guys out. Now, getting more ground balls, keeps the ball in the ballpark, could be very, very interesting for $4,000. When you look, let me see if they have, they do have his game logs. He's, he's got, he went six innings in his last start with eight Ks uh, against Tampa Bay, against the Durham Bulls. He went five innings prior to that. So he's getting deeper into games, which is good to see. So he stretched out. And now you get the Boston Red Sox, a team striking out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 236 average and 124 ISO. It's not a walk in the park by any means, but the fact that Kyle Bradish is $4,000, that definitely makes it there. Yeah, Cam the man, I was just talking about that. You just joined me, I think, after the intro there. He says DraftKings doesn't have Montas as the projected starter. DraftKings is the only place it doesn't. Uh, the sportsbook, DK Sportsbook even has. DraftKings Sportsbook has Frankie Montas as a starter. FanDuel has him as a starter. And then most importantly, MLB.com has Frankie Montas as a starter. So we're going on the show as if Frankie Montas is the guy. If it is Adam Aller, though, everything gets reversed and you play the Cleveland Bats. That's just the way I look at it. But that's where we're at right now. So punt Kyle Bradish. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. You can go Nestor if you want. And honestly, I like Tyler McGill at 98. But if you want some contrarian action on the slate, Nestor for 200 more is very, very nice. But I, my top play is Wainwright at 9400 bucks. Again, a little pricier than most would want. Arizona's offense, dreadful. This is a get-right spot for Adam Wainwright. Uh, Alex Wood, I love at 8700 bucks. Aaron Nola is that massive GPP play, boomer bust. We know like how bad it can be. But we also know the dude's got 30-plus point upside at 8500 bucks so it's a massive tournament play with Aaron Nola Dylan Bundy I like at 8300 bucks went 79 pitches last time hopefully gets up to the 85 to 90 hopefully that would be huge and then um I mentioned Frankie Montas it's he's mispriced at 8100 bucks because they didn't put him in the slate uh he's the highest priced pitcher on Fandle so uh Frankie Montas at 81 is your player of the day if he technically is a starter which it looks like he is he should be chalk. He's good chalk. He played Frankie Montas. Then if you're punting and you just want to like load up on bats, you can. And that's Kyle Bradish of, of Baltimore. He's stretched out. He's been effective in the minors. Just, you know, anything can happen. Boston could light him up like a Christmas tree and no one would be surprised because he is a rookie making his debut. But the stuff is good and he's developed throughout the minors. So lots to like there with Bradish. Let's talk bats. Massive 13-game slate. So as usual, I will not hit on every hitter here. I will miss some. If you have questions, that's what the Discord is for. It is free. So come join us over there, and we'll get you taken care of. Because, like I said, there's tons of ways to stack. There's lots of value on this slate, stupid value in Coors Field. We talked about how the Reds were mispriced on Thursday in Great American Small Park. They're the same price, if not cheaper, in Coors Field tonight. It is – DraftKings drunk 
on a Thursday. They're NFL. They're focused on the NFL draft. They gave two craps about MLB is what it looks like. So that's where we sit on that one. But let's talk catchers on the slate. If you want to fade Nestor Cortez, Salvi Perez is always an option. But I'd rather start with Will Smith at forty nine hundred bucks versus Tyler Alexander. That is one that you can definitely exploit if you're feeling that. Um, but other than that, you just save some cash at the position. Zach Collins is up to 41, so our cheapy starting to get pricey. It's sad when those boys graduate on us. Still in play if he's hitting fourth or fifth in that Toronto lineup, but getting a little tougher to play Zach at 4,100. I'd rather save a few bucks and go down to guys like Omar Narvaez against Kyle Hendricks at 35. He'd be a target. Eric Haas going up against uh, Anderson of the Dodgers at 34. Uh, Haas is not a big batting average guy, but lots of power. It hits lefties with a ton of power. So that could be a good spot for Eric Haas. I love the Gigantes tonight, and that starts with guys like Joey Bart. Animal Sanchez has been booty, like very, very bad. So Joey Bart at $3,100 for Sanchez is a nice catcher to circle on your board. And then other than that, nothing too crazy unless uh, some of these backups get some stuff. So, you know, if uh, some of these backups like Maldonado's $2,100 for Kikuchi, if you just want to say screw it and punt the position, Sure, not going to hold it against you. The one you can keep an eye on, Rene Pinto of Tampa Bay. He's been getting some starts lately at catcher. He's 2K flat against Bundy, and he's shown a little bit of upside there. So Pinto could definitely be one to take take a look at. First base position, Brandon Belt. Like I said, I like the Giants. Belt's 5,400 versus Animal Sanchez. Uh, go that route. CJ Cronin Coors at 52. Um, Hunter Green's velocity was down big time his last start. I'm hoping he's okay. I love what we've seen from Hunter Green, but if he's – Struggling with the velo again. Colorado could tee off on him. So Cron at 52 is not too shabby. Everyone's going to play Anthony Rizzo. Please do not play Anthony Rizzo this weekend. Um, talked about him on a recent show I did with Scott Bogman. If you look at Rizzo, he loves that short porch. He hit those three home runs the other night. Not one of them had a barrel. Zero barrels. Uh, he hit the shortest home run in, in MLB history on one of those. Uh, two of them were basically shouldn't have gone out in like 90% of baseball fields. It... Uh, he got them. They counted, but uh, his OPS at home versus the road is astronomically different. So uh, just keep that in mind. We will, we will play Rizzo with the short porch on the road. I'm going to pass on Anthony Rizzo. Matt Olson in Texas. You got Garrett Richards opening, followed by Spencer Howard. Two great bats to target with that. Our pitchers to target with Atlanta. So Olson at 49 is a solid look for you in that one. Yeah, Goldie versus the lefty Mad Bum at 47 is a definite uh, option as well. Uh, Rowdy Telez, I always like, but I wish he was cheaper. He's, his price tag jumped up to 39. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe, if you're taking Texas, he's 35. Not sure I'm as in on Texas tonight as I have been recently, but something to look at. Darren Ruff will be interesting because most will target left-handed bats versus Anibal Sanchez. Ruff's first base outfit eligible at 33 hundo. Nice cheap power bat in that scenario. And then other than that, Torkelson versus Anderson at 29 is a nice value for sure. One of your better values, and it's going to be a running running theme at every position. Joey Votto, as much as he struggled this year, is $2,800 in Coors Field versus Anthony Antonio Sensatello. That is stupid with a capital S. So have fun with all your Cincinnati Reds chalk. Second base position, I love Albies. 5K, like the Braves are in a phenomenal spot. They're expensive. They should be priced like the Reds. That'd be fun. But Albies at 5K is in play for you there. If you want to keep riding the red-hot Tommy Edmond bat, he likes hitting lefties. He's 4900 bucks. I hate paying that price for Edmond, but he's earned it so far. So if you want to ride that streak, especially versus a lefty like Mad Bum, who's getting like 8% swinging strikes right now, something we talked about on uh, Bub and the Bloom on Thursday night. That's why I said listen to it. Some really good information there for you. So Edmond at 49 is something I'd look at. 
um but cheaper plays for you you can go to Simeon if you want but it's not one of my favorite plays that's for sure a Jorge Polanco at 41 versus Kluber Kluber's a lot of pitch to contact these days so Polanco at 41 is a definite option Jonathan Scope loves him a lefty so going up against Anderson at 3700 is in play for you for sure another cheap Cincinnati Red Jonathan India is $3,500 have fun with that one folks that's a great price tag for Jonathan India uh, San, Santiago Espinal is only 31 versus Urquidy. Not a bad value. Uh, Brandon Drury should get the start for Cincinnati. Second base, third base eligible. He's $2,900. Another super cheap, stupid price. Um, and that should about do it at second base. Third base for you, Arenado. He got suspended two games. He's appealing it, so make sure he's in the lineup before you, uh, you play him against Mad Bum at 5,300. But I loved J-Ram versus Aller, but it looks like it's going to be Montas, so my love is dampened just a little bit. But Rafael Devers at 4900 bucks. if you're not a believer in Kyle Bradish, which is understandable for a rookie making his debut, Devers at 49 is a very, very, very good look for you. On this slate, you got Bregman against Kikuchi at 49 is outstanding as well. Keep riding that train as you want. I like the idea of Austin Riley. He went deep on Thursday night, going up against the righties, Richards and Howard. Most of go to the lefty brave bats. Bradley has tons of power versus right-handed pitching at 4,500. Nice way to differentiate your Atlanta Braves stack. You got Ryan McMahon and Coors at 43. If you do think Hunter Green's broken, that's a very good price tag for Ryan McMahon. Uh, cheaper options, Wilmer Flores at 41 versus Annabelle. He's one of your more expensive non-Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford guys in the Giants lineup, so keep an eye on him. Um, cheaper guys at third base, though. Um, Jake Berger against Syndergaard. Not in love with it, one of your better values. Brandon Drury's 29. That's one. But your main value, well, you got Jake Vossler at 28, so he's an option you can use for sure. But your main value, when you slide down, can you guess what team they're on? Oh, that's right, the Reds. They're on the Reds. Um, he got activated from the IL on Thursday, and he picked up two hits. He went uh, two for three with two runs scored, an RBI and a walk for 14 DK points. And his name's Mike Moustakis at $2,100. In Coors. Yep. Shortstop, Wander Franco is continually a cash game. Should be a lock if you can afford him. Great play at 5,700. You got Trey Turner at 53. is a phenomenal play as well against Alexander, so keep an eye on that. But I prefer Franco. It's just he's expensive, but he's a great, great play. Uh, Bogart, okay, again, getting brush, but Bob Jet's heating up. He's $400. That's a very strong play versus Kitty. B. Cross only 48 for Sanchez. He's, uh, yes, the Giants are in play. They're a little, they're pricier than the Reds. Uh, Jeremy Pena for Zach in Houston at 45. Javi Baez still cheap at 43. I like him as a discounted shortstop if you need him because most shortstops are top heavy in pricing. So Baez at 43 is a really good look for Sanderson if you want to save a few cash, but still get a top upper echelon shortstop. That would be one I would look at for sure. And if you're looking to punt the position, Dansby Swanson at $2,800 going against Richards and Howard. I like the value and the discount you're getting from Swanson. He went deep with a stolen base on Thursday night, and he's hit safely in three straight games and in five of his last six and six of his last eight. So he's starting to get going. It looks like sucks he hits at the bottom of the order. I get it. But you can wrap around and stack it with one Ronald Acuna Jr. and company. So Swanson at 28 I like quite a bit if you're saving some money. Heading to the outfield, Buxton's always in play, but Mike Trout is interesting. Um, Connor Joe and Coors at 58. He's the fourth highest priced outfielder. Connor freaking Joe. He's earned it though. 
And that's the crazy part. But Ronald Acuna returned with two stolen bases. He's 5,500. Love him. If he's in the lineup, just keep riding that one as long as you possibly can. I love the Yankees tonight against Bubik. Uh, you got Judge at 5,200. And then you got um, Stanton's only 46. I love that price on Stanton in this matchup versus Bubik. Both are really good plays with Judge and Stanton. But the Stanton at 46 is is oh so nice. Oh, so nice. Um, some other ones to look at, though. Springer at 49 has been swinging a really hot bat right now. Love me some Jordan Alvarez. Houston versus Kikuchi, especially from the left side, is sneaky. So Alvarez at 48 has uh, some upside for you. Tyler O'Neill has been off to a slow start, but still being fantasy relevant, like seven more points on Thursday. He's got 7-11-0-7-14 without like, lighting the world on fire. He's 4,700 versus Mad Bum. So there's, there's a lot to like there with St. Louis. And they'll probably be lower owned compared to many on a 13-game slate. So you can peek there. Blackman and Coors at 47, but I love Stan at 46. I think it's too cheap for Stan out of all the options here. He's very, very affordable in this game. You got Gritchick at 45 in Coors in a good spot there. Ian Happ at 44 in tournaments is interesting versus Adrian Hauser. Um, scrolling down farther, I love Kyle Tucker at 41. He's been on fire. You got the day off on Thursday, pinch hit. Yahtzee, um, for, still 4,100 bucks. It's lefty, lefty. I don't care. Kyle Tucker's raking. He's $4,100. Have some fun with that one. Uh, Ozuna at 41 if you're stacking Atlanta. Sure, you can go that route. Um, cheaper plays, I think. Um, excuse me. Uh, Fran Milray is not going to be Montas now, so that's not nearly as attractive as it once was. Alex Verdugo versus Bradish at 37 is a value. Our boy Lourdes Curiel still too cheap at 37. That's pretty good. If you aren't using Wainwright, Dalton Varsho at 37 is pretty nice. Um, so that's an option for you as well. Uh, Max Kepler's on fire. If you want to run that train, it's 34, not one of my favorite plays, but 3,400 bucks for Kep. Eric Haas, again, like I mentioned, $3,400 could be a nice upside play. Darren Ruff at 33 is another one you can look at in his situation. Uh, I mentioned this on Bubba and the Bloom, Luis Gonzalez with Jock Jams hurt and likely going to the IL. Luis Gonzalez will be in a platoon with Austin Slater in the outfield. So with Anibal Sanchez starting, Luis Gonzalez at 31 will be a nice value for you here. Um, he's hit safely in five, five straight games since joining the Giants. Five or more DK points in four of those five games. He's 3100 bucks with some nice upside. So I think Luis Gonzalez is the guy you can target as a discount piece in the Giants lineup and maybe just in your general lineups as it is. Uh, going below 3K, though, Tyler Naquin in Coors Field is $2,900. That is a phenomenal price tag for Tyler Naquin. If somehow Austin Slater starts over Luis Gonzalez, Slater's only $2,800, and I like that quite a bit as well. Tommy Pham and Coors, only $2,700. That's a great play, too. Chaz McCormick, probably leading off for Houston yet again. He's $2,600 versus Kikuchi. Great value as well. Uh, some others down here, though, is there are a couple more. Trust me, it gets more fun. Um, where did he go? Where Jake Fraley, if he gets to start for Cincinnati, $2,200. That was the one I was looking for. And then if Derek Hill starts, which he should be versus a lefty, but should be back to the bench, he leads off for Detroit. He's $2,100 versus Anderson, and he has been very effective. So lots of value in the outfield on this slate. All right, uh, let's talk pitchers recapping things for you again. Again, Cortez at $10,000. Most will not pay for that, and I think that makes him for a great tournament play against Kansas City. Most will play for Miguel at twenty at ninety eight hundred bucks, and that's a great play. It really is. But from a tournament aspect, two hundred more for Nestor Cortez is a very, very 
intriguing option. My top play, if you're paying 9K or above, is Adam Wainwright at 9400 bucks. Most will not want to because they'll see recent performances. All I see is the Arizona Diamondbacks and their 27% K rate and their massive suckage everywhere else. So Wainwright at 9400 bucks is a great bounce back spot. Alex Wood at 87 I like quite a bit. Just give me 5 plus and we'll be good. Aaron Nola is a massive tournament play. Boomer bust is the best definition for Aaron Nola. He could get you like 5 DK points. He could get you 35 DK points. His variance is tremendous against the New York Mets, and I love that for tournaments at 8500 bucks. He's got tournament-winning appeal. He could also finish your night 20 minutes in. So I love players like that. Boomer bust with Nola at 85 because you're getting a discount. If Nola was right, he'd be more than Nestor Cortez tonight. So you're getting probably a, at worst a $1,500, if not like a $2,000 discount on Aaron Nola. And those are the kind of things you look for with upside. Dylan Bundy at 8300 bucks is great. Frankie Montas at 8100 bucks is your play of the night at pitcher because he's mispriced because DK forgot to put him on the slate. So Frankie Montas at 81 is the way to go. And if you're looking to punt, Kyle Bradish of Baltimore, $4,000 is one you could definitely take a look at. If you're stacking on this slate, if you want to fake Kyle Bradish because he doesn't last long at Baltimore bullpen or just because he's going to get hit because it's his first start, Boston is a great stack. I'm not going to knock it. Not one of my favorite stacks, but a great stack. I like Houston versus Kikuchi. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, that's one you can definitely circle the wagons with. I love Atlanta versus Texas. I think that's got a lot of life to it there. Yankees versus Bubik is one of my favorites, especially with mispriced guys like uh, Stanton at 4600 bucks. That's a very attractive spot. St. Louis versus Madbum is sneaky, intriguing, especially if Arenado does play. Arenado, Goldie, Edmund, O'Neal. There's some plays there that are very intriguing versus Madbum because no swinging strikes, throwing lots of balls, not a lot of ground balls. He's getting lucky right now. And can Madbub do that? Sure, he's a wise veteran that could just toss salad up there and see what happens. But he's going to have some starts where it catches up with them, and a veteran team like St. Louis could be that team. So that's interesting. Cincinnati, Colorado, it's a great stack, especially if Hunter Green's velocity is, is falling like it did last start. You got Cincinnati on the flip side. Cincinnati is so dumbly cheap. Um they're going to be chalk and it's probably some of it's good chalk because it's just so stupid cheap. So keep an eye on that one. Um, Detroit and LA is interesting because a, it's not Detroit. So the weather will be a little better. Uh, you got two lefties that you can exploit. You got some discounts with like Baez. If Hill leads off, you got some options there in Detroit scope likes to hit himself and let these Torkel since 2,900 bucks. Detroit's interesting. He's one of the, there was one of those like St. Louis, Kind of contrarian stack looks with Detroit. Dodgers are always in play. They're in a great spot. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. And then the Giants is one of my favorite stacks. It's not even being a homer. It's called Animal Sanchez. That's just how that one goes. So 13 games. You got 26 teams. There are a ton of stacks. Ton of stacks on this one. So lots of ways to go. Let's see what the lineups look like. Let's make sure these pitchers actually pitch. Let's see what other injuries pop up because there's been a lot of random ones. Like Nick Ladola went on the I.L., on Thursday, didn't see that one coming. Didn't even see Mike Moustakas coming back. He's back. He's 2100 bucks in Coors on Friday night. So have fun with that. But there's lots and lots of ways to go. So if you got questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the free Fantasy Degens Discord. Thanks for the kind words in here. PY23 and Cam the Man. Love having you guys in the chat with us as we record this on YouTube. If you like watching the show, you can watch it back at any time on the Fantasy Degens YouTube channel. Let's give it the old subscribe and the thumbs up. We really would appreciate it. If you just prefer to listen to it through your old ear holes there, give us a rate and review on iTunes. That would mean a ton to me as well. But um, written content at rotoball.com on Friday with your free DFS art, uh, picks. 
tons of content over the weekend with fantasy pros fan tracks and roto baller so for season long as well plus benched with bubba go check that out the latest episode bubba in the bloom episode five lots of good stuff there but uh hope you guys have a great weekend it's gonna be a fun one lots of action two more rounds of the nfl draft we got the mexico open for pga we got the nba playoffs we got a lot of baseball to enjoy so have fun everybody i'll be back with you guys recording a sunday night for your monday slate of action but this was mlb dfs quick hits your friday april 29th edition i'm out Thank you.